So are you one of the 1.5 billion users of the WhatsApp application on your cell phone? Uh, if you are, is it safe? Find out today on Cyber Sentinel. Hello, I'm Alan Adcock, CEO of ASC Group. We're an IT uh, consulting company based here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, and this week on Cyber Sentinel, we're going to talk about some applications uh, that have got some breaches going on uh, that need to be updated. Is WhatsApp a safe messaging platform? WhatsApp is a communication tool that's used uh, globally. Uh, it's very popular overseas. Uh, it allows you to do fairly inexpensive or free communications with folks. Um, and uh, it's widely distributed, about 1.5 billion installs worldwide. Um, so it's a, it's a well-known application. Um, it's been revealed this week that um, they have a what's called a buffer overflow vulnerability. So there's some, some places where you enter data into there. Uh, that does not uh, quarantine that data, doesn't, doesn't block out uh, extra data flow, so people can inject code into the application there. Uh, so what's happened is, has been found out, um, there are actors on the internet who have decided to exploit this uh, by using this buffer overflow vulnerability to load malware onto cell phones. Uh, this affects both iOS, Apple devices, and Android devices. Um, so if you are a WhatsApp user, uh, you need to make sure that you upgrade WhatsApp as soon as possible to the latest code to make sure that you uh, are not open to this vulnerability. If you have that, um, you probably need to get some kind of a scanner to make sure that no malicious applications were loaded on your phone. Um, there's a lot of companies that make uh, scanners for phones. Um, if you can find them in the App Store, uh, I think Sophos has a good one. Um, so do some searching around, see if you can't find one. Most of them are free for those platforms. So again, WhatsApp, 1.5 billion users. Um, upgrade that right away to avoid this vulnerability. What is RDP? RDP is Remote Desktop Protocol. It's a Microsoft product. Uh, lots of companies use RDP for remote access into their networks. Um, back in the day, uh, we used to stand up RDP connections um, through firewalls all the time, uh, and companies would just uh, go, to a, go to a URL, go to an IP address, you put your username and password in, and your, your employees were able to work remotely through that. Um, for several years now, um, the best practice has been to close those uh, holes and make sure that you have a VPN, a virtual private network in place. Uh, to access the, the network. So you're going to log into your VPN first. Um, once you're on the VPN, then you go into your remote desktop protocol and, and uh, log into your servers and work remotely. It's great. It's really efficient. Uh, it's fast because all the processing being done on the corporate network side, you're just passing a little bit of data back and forth over that connection. Um, for companies that are still publishing RDP, uh, through their firewalls um, for direct access, you really need to shut those holes. Um, over the last couple of years, been a lot of widely publicized uh, breaches of that protocol. Uh, the most recent one uh, is here. 
um, in the uh, 79 uh, vulnerabilities that came out in patches for Microsoft this week. Um, so you got to make sure you've closed that up. Uh, you're going to get uh, going to get hacked through that. We see it quite frequently. So make sure you're you're going through and reviewing those firewalls. Ask your IT team uh, if that's closed. Uh, if you need help with that, reach out to us and we can uh, we can help you get all those things closed up. I've seen a lot online about a group known as FXMP. Who are they? Uh, there is a uh, previously was a little known group called FXMP. Uh, this is a, a Russian and English speaking hacker group um, who is advertising on the dark web that they have penetrated the top three antivirus manufacturers in the United States. Um, so these guys have infiltrated these three companies. Um, they say they have uh, extracted data out of those companies. They've got source code for the antivirus applications. They've got a bunch of other data on the interview users. Um, they are offering this data for sale on the dark web for a mere $300,000. Um, so uh, they have uh, so far released bits and pieces of this that makes it look like this is legit, uh, that they really did get in there. Um, so look for updates to your antivirus platform. Uh, the three compromised companies have not been named uh, as of uh, this report, um, so, but you can guess who they are. And um, definitely want to make sure that you're looking out for updates to your AV package. Make sure that that's fully patched. Um, I expect that uh, once that source code is released, uh, those AV vendors are going to be implementing security fixes to their security software. So yet again, as with everything, um, if you install it, you got to patch it, you got to own it, and um, the AV software is no different um, in that respect. So again, we'll, we'll hopefully have an update on this one in the future with what those three products are and uh, whether anybody actually paid the 300 grand to get that data and try to weaponize it. So that's all we've got for this episode of Cyber Sentinel. Uh, if you've got questions that you want us to address on a future episode, reach out to us at hashtag CyberSentinel and uh, we'll get those on a future episode. Uh, in, the, in the meantime, just stay safe online.